guys. Welcome to the latest episode of the Meant for Big Things podcast. I'm your host, Grayson Pruitt, and today we're going to be talking about how you start something. More specifically, I will dive into how I came up with the idea for Meant for Big Things and how I executed it into becoming a brand with content creation, podcast episodes, a merchandise line, and event curation, and something that people can believe in. By the end of this episode, I hope that you will feel ready to start something. Let's get into it. So when I first transferred to Villanova, I knew I wanted to leave an impact, do something different, do something extra. I had no idea what that extra would be, but I was always keeping my mind very open to different opportunities and to the thoughts that came into my head. And I wanted to do something different so badly because what I learned abroad my first year was that doing the different thing and creating a different path for yourself was actually really cool and really fruitful. So when thinking about what the heck I wanted to do on the extra side, I also had to decide what I wanted to study. Now I came into college as an environmental science major and during my first year decided that I was fascinated by international relations. When I got to Villanova, the closest thing to that was political science. And I had a bit of hesitancy declaring political science because I had very close friends who were poli-sci majors and they loved it. They lived and breathed American politics. They were irrefutably good at debating and they had this intense base of knowledge. And it made me feel a little intimidated to declare that as my major when I had these examples of people around me who did that so well. I ended up declaring anyway and sort of morphed it into my own to incorporate economics and business. One really important thing I learned was that I had a friend who was irrefutably good at debating and had an irrefutable passion for politics. And that if you put her on a stage on a podium and handed her a mic and told her to talk about something for 10 minutes, she would light up and speak with conviction and passion. I wanted something like that. I wanted something that I was irrefutably good at, where I could lean into my passions and my natural strengths to become successful. So I started thinking, what am I irrefutably good at? And if someone handed me a microphone and said, talk for 10 minutes about something you're passionate about, what would I say? And that's when I thought about the idea of self-improvement. I know that what has always stayed constant in my life is this desire to keep growing and to keep expanding and to keep exploring and unearthing the mysteries of the world. And on top of that, bring people in and make them feel inspired, believed in, and motivated to achieve whatever they want. I remember thinking, oh, but that's not a, that's not really a big deal. That's just a feeling. That's maybe not as important or as concrete as something like being really good at a certain discipline. And when I think about that, I am kind of annoyed and mad at myself that I didn't take that thought as seriously at the time. But what I did was sort of have that in the back of my head and go through school the next few months. That openness led me to discover new self-improvement gurus. There was one woman who was very much into manifesting and she had a program laid out for us that I decided to enroll in. She had us break up our life into a couple different sections, 
For example, health, wealth, spirituality, professional development, personal development, fun side projects, and write down three to four things that we really wanted. I wanted to find a platform that best utilized my talents and best served other people. Later that day, I showed my mom the piece of paper and she was on the phone with her friend and her friend suggested I start a podcast. And the suggestion felt like the culmination of what I had been waiting for for the past few months. And so that day, I went and I recorded the first episode. Before I put the podcast online, I had asked a lot of people if they thought that I should do this. And thinking about that, I really was seeking approval from others to do something that I was already so excited about and so passionate about, but I was not totally confident in myself. What I realized through that is while it's so important to have some core supporters who are going to believe in you throughout every step of creating something, the most important person to believe in whatever you start is yourself. Because it is going to be you who is spending the extra late nights creating this from the ground up. It is going to be you who has to be open to taking criticism to make your brand better. It is going to be you who convinces other people to buy into your message through marketing, through branding. It is all up to you to create the reality that you dream about. Another thing I had to learn was that everyone starts the same place when they create something and that perfection is just not attainable no matter how much you strive for it. I edited the first podcast episode every day for two weeks straight to try and make the sound waves perfect, the script perfect, and at the end of the two weeks, I almost deleted the whole episode and re-recorded and started from scratch, and that was because I was nervous to put something out there that was less than perfect. By me striving for perfection, I wasn't actually putting my episodes out there to start in the first place. The only thing you can do is let go of that perfection and just start being yourself and being authentic. You are not going to know how to do everything right away. You will learn with practice and time. So if you start today, in a month, you will have had a month worth of growth where you have learned new skills, where you have made your brand, your idea better than it was a month ago. Now, as I got more into content creation specifically, I started looking to other creators that I really admired and even role models in my own life and thought about how I could implement the things they did really well into my brand and vice versa, things that people didn't do well, how could I keep that out of my brand? Also during the initial phases, I was very receptive to criticism. I would go to my friends and would ask them, what would you like to see on my Instagram page? If you could close your eyes and go in your closet and pick out a piece of Meant for Big Things merchandise, what would it look like? What could I be doing better? Being open to other people's ideas and criticisms is what helped me grow faster. I'll give you a very succinct recent example of this. This is me starting my new merchandise item to launch in the next couple of months. I first started with a vision. What I knew I wanted to accomplish at the end of creating this. I knew I wanted to create a community and create a product that people felt confident and empowered wearing. Once I had that idea of how I wanted people to feel, 
I began to think of the story I wanted to tell on the clothing and how I could incorporate my own personal anecdotes to it to make it that much more special. And then what colors were in style and would sell well. That's when I started asking my friends, what do you hate? And also, what do you like? That led me to a better version of my merchandise faster than if I were trying to do it all by myself. There's a lot in that. One, I had an idea of how I wanted to make people feel. Two, I leaned into my natural strengths as a creator and a designer. Three, I was open to criticism and actively sought out people's ideas of things they wanted to see. Now the attention is on you with the thing you want to start. First, think about what you are irrefutably good at. Write a list, write as much as you want, and then write another one where you write out all of your skills, your natural talents, your natural tendencies. And then once you get a few ideas, think about what you would want to drop everything for, to spend time doing, to put passion, love, drive, and authenticity behind. And what would you want to inject into the lives of others to add value and to create a positive difference in the world? Think about how it would feel to wake up stepping into the version of yourself that had started what you want to start. Think about waking up with that success, that gratitude, and that feeling of helping other people. The hardest part is starting. And today, you can choose to act on your idea. You can choose to have the privilege to create something out of nothing. By you not starting what you're thinking of starting right now, you're depriving people of something that could help them. And it needs to be out there. And you need to believe in yourself and believe that your idea is good enough, which it is, to make a difference in the world. I believe in you because it is so cool to do something different, do your own thing, and forge your own path. You have the capacity to change someone's life and the world by what you create. And how incredible and what an honor is that? There are some people who have an idea and they dream about it. And there are people who have ideas that make things happen. Be the latter and know that by you pursuing something that you have an innate passion, excitement, and drive for, you will be showing up in your life as your most authentic self and attracting authentic relationships. And those things combined will change your life. So today's the day. Get after it, and I can't wait to see what you create. Talk to you soon. Bye.